Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, May 24th. I hope you're having a great day and we're glad to have you on our Winning Side broadcast. Uh, thank you for those who are listening by way of radio 95.9 FM, we welcome you. Uh, those that are listening on the radio app or those that are listening on the podcast, we want you to know we're glad you're with us today. I hope this uh, broadcast is a blessing to you. And then those watching on Facebook, those watching on YouTube, we welcome you. And we thank the Lord for all of our listeners. And thank you for your kindness to us. Thank you for your encouragement. I talk to people often and uh, people I didn't even know listen, but they'll say, hey, I listen to the winning side. And uh, that blesses my heart. I hope it's a blessing to you. Uh, kind of in the middle of the day, you know, you're, you're maybe on lunch break or you're kind of between, um, you know, places you're driving or whatever. And just, I appreciate you listening. I hope it's a blessing. Uh, I know these Psalms have been a blessing to me. Uh, we took a lot of time in the book of Proverbs and now we're going through Psalms. Not all of them, um, but uh, we're going through them. I've also enjoyed on Sunday evenings, I've been going through preaching through the Psalms. We've been in Psalm 119 for a long time. Uh, one of these days we'll, we'll tackle that here on the winning side, but that'll take us a while. Um, but uh, I just, I love the Psalms and I hope you enjoy the Psalms. It's just, it's uh, David uh, pouring out his heart to God. It's just David being real. And uh, I'm glad that the, the, the people of the Bible, the heroes of the faith, they were real people just like we are. They, they had struggles, they had difficulty, they had to deal with sin in their life, they had to get things right with God. Uh, they had disappointments, they had heartaches, but God was faithful and God brought them through. And I'm thankful for these uh, Psalms. I want to say a happy uh, birthday today to Tom Harris. And Brother Tom, hope you have a great day. Uh, you uh, and Miss Doris, you are a blessing. And then a happy birthday today to Vicki Warren. And Miss Vicki, I appreciate you and uh, Brother Joe. You folks are such a blessing. And uh, I hope you have a wonderful day today. Uh, let's be in prayer for our church. Let's pray for our uh, missionaries. Let's pray for the ministries of our church. Pray for our members. And uh, let's pray for one another. I want you to hear a song. This is a great song. Uh, my, my girls like to sing this uh, around the house, and they don't always get all the words right, but they'll, they'll get a couple lines, you know, and they'll belt them out and, you know, kind of repeat them. But I love this song. God wants to hear you sing. And I want to tell you today, God does want to hear you sing. God loves it when His children sing uh, praises to Him. I hope this song will be a blessing. And then after this song, we're going to jump right back into Psalm 61 and pick up where we left off yesterday. Let's 
Psalm 61, we saw yesterday just a little bit of introduction about uh, David talking about from the end of the earth and talking about being overwhelmed. And then he says, but I'm going to abide. I'm going to stay in the tabernacle of God. I'm going to spend my time with the Lord. And uh, I hope it was a blessing to you, and uh, I hope that it was a help. But I want to go through now, I want to give you a little bit of an outline, and I want to go through this entire psalm, not every word, uh, but I want to go through, and I hope it'll be a help to you. Number one, we saw yesterday, but this uh, was a prayer of David. And I hope you pray. Uh, I hope you cry out to God. And by the way, if you've never been in a desperate situation, then you better hang on tight, because you will be. Uh, life is full of difficulty. Life is full of trouble. You say, why is it like that? Uh, because we live in a sin-cursed world. Uh, we don't live in a perfect place. Now, when we get to heaven, uh, everybody will be happy over there, right? In the sweet by and by. But now we got to put up with the nasty now and now. Uh, we've got to deal with those things. And I'm not saying that to say that life is so awful and terrible. No, I'm just saying there will be problems. That's why we pray. There will be problems. That's why we have a God that is with us and he'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. But we see David's prayer. Uh, this was a prayer of, of a cry for help. Hear my cry, O God. I like this. David wasn't calling out for man to help. He wasn't saying, hey, buddy at work, I need your help. 
Uh, hey, neighbor, I need your help. Uh, hey, uh, relative, I need your help. He was crying out to God. And can I tell you, that's the only person you ought to pray to because he's the only one that can help. He addresses God and he says, God, I need you to hear me. I need you to help me. We see David's prayer. Hear my cry, O God, attend unto my prayer. Uh, from the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. It's a, it's, a, it's a prayer. It's a cry for help. Number two, I see David's problem. Now, David's problem is, he says that I am praying from the end of the earth. We talked about this yesterday. Obviously, the end of the earth is not close to home. Uh, the end of the earth is uh, not a place you're comfortable, not a place where you're familiar with your surroundings. This is a place that none of us want to be, the end of the earth. Um, if I were to think about the end of the earth and try to imagine where would that be, perhaps it could be uh, the glaciers of Antarctica. Now, I tell you, there's many reasons why I wouldn't want to be there, uh, but that would be the end of the earth. Uh, there, there are places in Antarctica where man has never set foot. I'd say that's the end of the earth. How about this? There are rainforests in the Amazon uh, down in South America where, where man has never set foot. That'd be a scary place. Now, Antarctica would be scary for other reasons. It'd be so cold and be so desolate. You'd freeze to death. But in the uh, jungles of the uh, Amazon, you ne never know what's going to come around and what kind of critter is going to get you. Um, you never know what you're going to face there. Uh, what about Siberia? What about being in, in a place like that that is so cold and so desolate and so remote? Maybe the islands of the Pacific. There are still some uh, islands that, that, that man has not yet set foot on. I can't imagine being stranded on one of those islands. I can't imagine being uh, um, uh, isolated in one of those places. I'd say that would be very lonely. That would be very depressing. That would be very scary. But can I tell you, David was probably not in any of those places. I think we know that. But did you know that you can feel like you are at the end of the earth and be in your own home? Did you know you can feel like you're at the, crying out from the ends of the earth and you can be in your own neighborhood? You see, David was dealing with some problems and some emotions where he felt like he was all alone. He felt like there was nobody near that could help. I remember uh, my wife and I, I remember we went through some, uh, some difficulties and my wife had um, her first miscarriage when we were back in Illinois. And I remember going through that. And of course, uh, you know, for, for me, you almost feel helpless. You know, husbands often do in times like that. Uh, I remember I tried to do everything I could to help her and comfort her. But I remember on several occasions, I remember just walking in our neighborhood late at night. And I just remember walking and praying and asking God, 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 why, why would this happen? And, and God, what are you doing in our lives? And I remember asking those questions. And maybe you've never asked God those questions, but I have. And, uh, you know, and by the way, sometimes God answers and sometimes he doesn't. But it is our responsibility to trust him no matter what. And we tried to do that. Uh, I think about times when I got news of tragedies. I remember the shock and I remember the numbness. I remember getting the news of, uh, of the death of loved ones. And, and can I tell you, you feel like you're at the end of the earth. Uh, news of heartbreaks. And, and, and David now, uh, obviously, he is having and experiencing a broken heart. He's overwhelmed. Well, can I tell you, I'm glad that Jesus reminded us in Matthew 28. He said, and lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. 
Aren't you glad that even when you feel like you're in the uh, ends of the earth, aren't you glad that Jesus Christ will never leave you? He'll never forsake you. I see number one, I see David's prayer. Number two, I see his problem. But then I see number three, I see the place. The place for David, it was a place where he desired to be. And it wasn't just a physical place, but it was a spiritual place. Uh, David desired to be uh, in, in the tabernacle. He desired to be with God. He desired to be uh, in the rock. He desired to be in that shelter. He, he desired to get to the strong tower and he desired to be under the covering of God's wings. I'll tell you this, uh, you can be at home and you can still be overwhelmed. You can be on vacation and you can still be miserable. Uh, you can be in church and you can still have burdens. But let me also say you can be at home and you can have your whole world caving in, but you can still know the presence of God. Uh, you can be on a trip or you can be on a vacation and you can get some awful news, but you can still know that God is with you. He'll never leave you. You can be at church and you can sit on a pew and have burdens, but it's amazing how God can lift those burdens and God can minister to your soul uh, no matter where you are. I'm glad for the place, the place where we can be the place where God meets with us. And then number four, I see David's protection. He said, if I could get to that place, I know I would have protection. He needed protection from the enemies. He says, thou hast been a uh, shelter for me and a strong tower from the enemy. David had enemies. Uh, David had burdens. David had storms. David faced dangers, but yet God protected him through all of those situations. I see number five, I see the preservation God preserved David for a specific purpose. It, notice what it says in verse number six. Um, Thou wilt prolong the king's life and his years as many generations. Can I tell you, God has a purpose for you. God has a plan for you. And uh, God's not done with you. If God were done with you, you'd already be in heaven. If God were done with you, we wouldn't still be here. But God has a purpose purpose and God preserves and God takes care of his own. And then lastly, I want you to notice the praise. God delivers because he loves us. He delivers because he cares for us. He protects us and he preserves us so that we can praise him for it. You see, why would God deliver us if the last time he delivered us, we didn't even praise him? You say, well, because he's a God of love and he's a God of mercy and he's a God of the second chance. And I agree with all those things. But if we don't praise God for what he's done in the past, then maybe God would not be so quick to deliver us in the present because he wants to get us to a point where we will praise him. He wants to get us to a point where we realize how much we need his help. David says in verse eight, so will I sing praise unto thy name forever. Here's why, that I may daily perform my vows. Uh, God's not looking for a, a one-time event. God's not looking for you to praise him once and say, I'm done. He's looking for us to praise him and then every day, God wants us to be faithful. God wants us to serve him. God wants us to love him and praise him every single day of our lives. I hope it was a help to you, Psalm 61, and hope you have a great day. Thanks so much for tuning in. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. 
If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.